Hey there, boss babes. This is Kaylee. I'm your host. We're going to dive into some topics, get real, so settle in, grab a cup of joe, maybe some tequila or a glass of wine, whatever your preference. Let's get into this. Okay, so this is part two. Um, now to talk about my spirit, spirituality now, (laughs) like I said, I believe there's a higher power. I believe that, uh, we're all meant to be kind, caring human beings. And, um, that is the value that is instilled in us. But, um, I want to also reiterate that last, okay. So when COVID hit, that's when I really started to deep dive into my own spirituality. Um, just because I felt lost at the time. Um, last March I was struggling because we had lockdown and I had my kids and I'm just trying to stay afloat and I'm running a business that is severely impacted, which is like weddings and, you know, a pretty, you know, busy social business (laughs) and we couldn't socialize. So I, I'm breaking hearts left and right, having to reschedule weddings. And I have clients that are canceling and I have kids that I'm working for home from home and my kids are, you know, uh, I'm trying to do school with my son and my daughter is just not even two at the time. And I'm just trying to get by and I'm struggling. My anxiety is crumbling. I'm just falling apart. Um, so I started listening to some podcasts and really it just started, it started with a girl's gotta eat. So it's just a very fun, lighthearted podcast. I needed something funny. I needed something comedy to just lighten the mood. So I started listening to them and then I got into, they had a guest on, um, on their episode or their podcast and her name is Mystic Michaela. So I was like, I listened to it and she's an aura reader. And so she reads auras and auras of which are energy of people and it comes through as colors. So she's reading their auras and I'm like, I'm really interested in this. I'm going to look her up. And I started at her podcast and I listened through the whole podcast. Like I want to say there was like 30 episodes and they're probably about an hour long each. So I would be at work, I'd be in the car when I'm at home, whatever I'm doing, I had this podcast on and I was listening to it and I'm learning about auras. But not only is she an aura reader, she is also a psychic medium. So she can channel energy of spirits and those who have passed on. Um, She can also, you know, help her main goal is really just to make sure that you live an intentional life. And so that kind of interests me. And ever since then, I've been really interested in the paranormal or spirits. Um, I've been really interested. Now, am I out looking for that crap? No, because to be honest, it kind of scares the living shit out of me. Um, but you know, I've been into the, the spirit, into my own spirituality and, and really realizing that I do have spirit guides. And there are reasons that, you know, there's things in my life that are making sense to me. And so I've just been following along with that. And back in February, I had seen a psychic medium on TikTok and her, um, TikTok handle is, um, what is it? 
witch tick lesbian on and her name is Meredith Grubb. And so, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look to see how much a reading is with her. Dude, only $88 for an hour. That is actually very good because a lot of them will charge you $300 for 45 minutes. Um, and I'm like, you know what? What's going to hurt? What is it going to hurt? She gives me false information. Oh, well, $88 is not that much. I mean, it is. But to me at that time, I'm like, I need some validation. I'm struggling. It's last February or this February, March area. And I'm, I'm, I had gone through some stuff in the fall. I was going through some stuff at that time. I'm like, I just need clarification. I, first of all, it was mainly because I wanted to make sure I was in the right career. Um, because at this time I'm doubting it. I'm doubting where I'm at. I'm doubting myself. I'm like, am I in the right career? I'm struggling in my, not necessarily my marriage, but just, just struggling at home. And, um, so I scheduled a reading and I was supposed to have my reading in May, but she, her TikTok account blew up so fast. She has over a million followers on TikTok and her account blew up so fast that people were scheduling, uh, uh readings with her and they were, uh, double booking. The system was just double booking readings and it was, it couldn't keep up. And so what happened was I got double booked. And so in May, my appointment got pushed back to June, which was yesterday. So, um, yesterday I had my reading with Meredith and, um, I'm really surprised. Um, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So I believe there's something out there. I, do I know what? No, I have no freaking clue what's out there, but I believe that something's out there. And, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know if I believed in her at first. Um, but then as the reading, even when the reading started, like as soon as it started and I met her, she is so, um, herself and kind and caring and, and a decent human. So that, that definitely was validating. There was, she was not, she had, to me, there was no, um, she wasn't snooty. She wasn't, um, she didn't think she was better than anyone else. She didn't have a like complex at all. She was, kind and she was outgoing and she was talkative and she was friendly. And I connected with her on so many levels. Like I just felt like, man, this girl is this, she's so sweet. So sweet. Not to mention she's right, right around the same age as me. So I was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm either talking to an old lady or to a girl that I can't relate to. Um, so, you know, she's, she's, First, uh, this is how the reading goes. At first, um, you know, she she tells me how she does things. And to be honest, I can't remember a lot of it. I, I listened to it at the time, but it's been a day and it's kind of passed on. She And she's explained. She goes, this is not going to set your life. Um, it's not set in stone. You make the choices for your life. Um, so you have the opportunity to change these or to alter them because, you, uh, you are controller of your own destiny. And she explained that she goes, and I'm not the best psychic medium around. Um, 
but you know, I, I have faith in my abilities, but there's others out there that are, or are more in depth than me. And, but you know, this is, this is how I do things. And I appreciated that. She was very honest with me. Um, and so that helped. Then, um, you know, this, the reading started and she goes, she started by just pretty much, I, I've never met this woman. I've never met her. Um, and to be honest, my Facebook profile is private. You can get some information about me, um, just from like the business and whatnot. You can see some things on my Facebook if it's, um, if it is, you know, public, my husband's Facebook profile is private. So there's nothing that she could really dig into about me, um, especially the things that she was saying. So she talked about uh, my personality and she said, you're a mother other than just like being an actual mother. She goes, you're just motherly. You're, you're very, um, you want to take care of people. You're just a very kind human. You have a loving heart. You're just, you want to be there. Um, she's like, but you're also kind of strong. Like you're, you're strong and you're able to, um, you know, call bullshit when you need to call bullshit. And that's right. <laughs> I loved it. Cause she was like, you can call people out when they're being a dickhead and I can definitely, and I'm not scared to do that, but I do have a very loving, kind way of doing it. So, um, she's like, you're just, you're kind of like a motherly energy. You just take care of people. You like to do, you like to have that responsibility. And I really do. I enjoy it. I enjoy being a mother and a wife and, even in my own, you know, career, I mother so many people, you know, because they, they're at weddings and I'm helping their plan their wedding and I'm, I'm, I'm mothering them through the situation. And a lot of times I become a therapist because there's things that are going on in a family dynamic that a lot of people don't realize that I still have to manage with that client. So there's things where I, I become a mother and I kind of become this nurturing nature to me. It's just how I am. So she explained that and she, which also makes a lot of sense because I'm the oldest by a lot on my mom, like my mom's children by 12 and 14 years. I've always felt kind of motherly and they, and she goes, not that your parents didn't take care of their responsibilities, but you really helped like do dinners and take care of, you know, things around the house and, and, she's like, did you start doing your laundry really early? And I was like, oh my God. Like I was 10 years old doing my laundry um, because my mom had other kids and she had a baby and there was no way that she was going to be able to. And you know what? I was fine with that. I was fine. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed being responsible and having that responsibility. And she goes, I think you kind of learned that from your mother, but you, she enjoyed it a little bit less, which is kind of funny because my mom constantly complains that she hates being like the mother of everything that she's like, I hate having to take care of everything. Why do I have to organize it? Why do I have to do this? And, um, she's kind of had to learn to step away from that because that's one of her boundaries. She doesn't like doing it, but she does do it. She feels obligated to do it to, I enjoy it. So that's kind of the difference. Um, so she talked about that and she dived into a past relationship, which I've only had one other serious relationship other than my husband. And that relationship was toxic and it, it was horrible. Um, she goes, was he like, 
controlling. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like he was so controlling and he would lose control about losing control. So I'm like, yes, he was very controlling. Um, he was very manipulative. She's like, yeah, like an abusive kind of, and I said, he wasn't physically abusive, but mentally he gaslit me all the time. He made it feel like it was my problem. Um, he cheated on me. Uh, he just made me feel dirty and like scummy and, and not worth it. And he was very manipulative. He played mind games, made it feel like it was more me, made it feel like, um, like I was the problem and I was the reason why he was cheating and I was the reason why he did this and he tried to control me. So like, I don't think he, like he was controlling in that sense. Like he would just I was attached to him. Like, I don't think he, like, I look back and I'm like, I'm such an independent person now. My husband does not control me, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like, he does not control me at all. It's it's very obvious I do what I want to do. Um, and he supports me. He, he holds me up and he keeps me straight. But then, you know, I do my own thing. But my past relationship, he controlled me. And I don't think I, when I moved away to college and he couldn't control every aspect of my life, um, he tried to control me a lot with money and buying me things. And like, I did this for you. So you're obligated to, you know, be with me. Um, so that was a lot of it. And she noticed that she realized that. And she goes, you have a certain type and do they look alike? And I'm going to tell you, they don't look alike. Um, but they do have the same, like, features. Like I like dark hair. Um, I like facial hair. So I like beards and things like that. Um, and you know, and she's like, and they're like, I like body hair to be honest. Like I like chest hair and <laughs> this is just me. Um, <laughs> but she's like, they're kind of, kind of similar. And I said, yeah, they're, they're pretty similar tall. Um, and I was like, she's like, but they're completely different people. And I said, yes they are. Um, my husband is very kind, very, um, he's actually an introvert. A lot of people are like, how is he an introvert? He really is. Um, he doesn't express himself very well. Um, in my past relationship, he was definitely an extrovert, social, would talk to anybody and it kind of drove me nuts. Um, so my husband is very, spiritual. He doesn't try to impress anyone, which my other relationship did. And so that was a, that was a good, um, that was kind of refreshing that she noticed that and she was able to pick up on that. And she said that I held a lot of trauma from my past relationship. And I think I do, but I don't think I apply that to my husband. Like I don't hold him responsible because of my past relationships cheating. I, I can separate the two, but I, I, I do hold some of that trauma because he put me through so much anxiety and stress and, and all that. And I think it shaped me. And, um, I do hold some of that trauma and I probably will ever always hold some of that trauma. So, um, yeah, I, it was very clarifying and very, I felt seen and understood. Then the 
next part she talked to she said do you have a sister and i said well, yes I didn't tell her how many sisters i had i said yes and she goes the one that looks like you so she automatically knew there was two uh, or more. She knew that there was multiple. Um, she goes, the one that looks like you. And I'm like, okay, well, I know exactly what sister this is because my dad's daughter and I look very similar. We have the blonde hair. We have the same like eyes and like um, the nose. Like there's certain features that we have that are very similar. We're built the same kind of. Like I'm more like legs and butt and like lower body. Uh, same thing with her. Like we're, we're built very similar. We look like our father. <laughs> um, she said the one that looks like you. And I'm like, yeah. Um, I was like, yep, I know who you're talking about. She goes, you guys are going to have the chance to become closer. And, um, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to, do I share this or not? I, I don't think I'm going to share this part, but she said, you're going to have the opportunity to come closer. I'm like, okay. She's like, does she have, is she, does she have children or is she going to have a child? I said, she just had a daughter last year. Um, she goes, and you guys aren't very close, are you? And I said, no, I have not seen my niece. She's a year and a half and I have not met her. Um, and to be honest, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me too much. Um, I do think about it. I do kind of feel bad that I haven't seen her and that I haven't been that aunt figure. And I just have such a busy life and I really don't see my sister very often. And she lives probably about an hour away from me. So it's just one of those things where I'm not super close to her and we don't have that sisterly connection. And um, I notice it, but it does not affect me. And she said, it doesn't truly affect you. Like you're okay with it. You're fine with your relationship, but I feel like you're going to have the opportunity in the near future to be closer because of certain circumstances. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can accept that. She goes, you're going to have the opportunity to make that decision if you want to be closer to her, because I feel like she's going to need you. I'm like, okay. So that's future. I, it, she did, she was spot on on our relationship and us looking very similar. Um, but she, she did kind of predict a future and that's coming. So we'll see what happens. Um, the next part she really got, um, she had told me that she, when she picks up on spirits, she, a lot of spirits will come to her. Like she's like a lot, like 20, 30, whatever. Um, and they will like be in her face and be like, I know this girl. And she's like, Oh really? Do you know this girl? Um, and she waits to, she's like, immediately I pick up on things. And so, um, she waits and then if they don't know me, then they'll leave. Um, but she said that this one woman, older woman kind of stuck around and she was very patient. She sat and waited and she's still waiting. So she confronts her and um, it's an older woman with, she's like, she doesn't have curly hair, but I feel like she permed it all the time. And I'm thinking like, now listen, I don't, not a lot of my family has passed on. Not a lot of my family has passed away. My mom, my grandparents, everybody is still living except for like my great grandparents um, and my grandpa Mac. Like that is the only people that have really passed on around me. I thought maybe my husband's parents would come through and, um, they, 
they didn't. So, um, which is kind of a bummer, but we're going to schedule another reading for him. So he, she goes, well, there's this older lady and she's got fuzzy, like, um, curly white hair. And she's like, it's like a poop. Okay. Sorry. I thought a client was here and I was like, uh Oh, um, I got to make this quick because my client comes in at about 15 minutes. Um, she had a lot of knickknacky things in her house. And so I remember that. And she said the clock and I have this memory of this clock chiming all the time, every hour. It was like a grandfather clock maybe, or like whatever it was. Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember this clock. I can hear the clock. Like I've got it. Now the large brick building with the staircase, I could not resonate with. And I'm like, I don't know. She always lived in a one story. So I don't know. Then um, she was like, okay, well, this is a brick building in town with a large dark stair wood staircase. I'm like, okay. She's like, hold on to that and we'll come back to it. Well, um, she dove into more information and she said that when she passed over, she was greeted by a female energy. Um, she said that her marriage was rough, which it was very rough. Um, she said, and she said a lot of times couples come in together side by side, but she said that, um, they came in separate. So they came in across the room from each other, but she came in with a female energy, which I feel like is my aunt Elizabeth who passed away, um, at a very young age. And, um, the one thing that resonated with me the most was she said, I, I, I want to, she, because I couldn't get a full connection with her. I couldn't, I was still a little skeptical and I'm like, we got to have something more that I can connect with. Like mention the red couch, mention, you know, Isla or Shirley Temple, M mention anything like that, but she didn't. Um, instead, we're wrapping up the the connection with her spirit. And she said, what about the lake with the picnic table and a tree? And this is where I, I might lose it because my Aunt Elizabeth had epilepsy. And this is my mom's sister. My Aunt Elizabeth had epilepsy and she drowned in the lake at their lake house. And... They had a tree and a picnic table and I can remember the house. I probably was only like three or four. I remember so much about this house and I probably was only there one time. But I remember a lot of the house and I remember the lake and I remember when my my aunt passed away. Um, and how difficult that was. And that was the one connection that I needed with the lake. And how was she supposed to know that? Because, oh, first of all, this grandma, I was, I don't, I don't talk to anyone about them, about her. Um, and I don't talk about my great grandpa because there was some separation because of things that happened to me and things that I went through and my mom pulling me away from that. And she said, I really need to talk to your mom because I feel like your mom holds a lot of guilt from that, from that pulling you away for so long. And when my grandma and I met back up when I was about 20, cause my grandpa had passed away and she finally came to me and I saw her at a family gathering. She 
kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I love you, I love you, I love you. And not too long after I saw her again, um, she, we found out she had lung cancer, which she was a smoker, so <laughs> that comes with it. And within, I would say, a couple months, it spread to her brain. And she passed away when I was pregnant with my son. I don't think I knew I was pregnant with my son, but I had just become pregnant with my son. So we had only had maybe a year together and it, it was probably about three or four times that we met in between that. So I can understand why she came through versus everybody else that have passed away in my life because I feel like she had the most unresolved business with me. And um, it was touching. And I don't talk to anybody other than like my mom and my husband about, I don't talk about her, but the whole situation of leaving that family, that's not something I bring up very often. And it's not something that is like publicly known. Definitely not. So how did she know the information about the lake and the lake house and the things like that? So I was like, you know, there's some pieces that I need to piece together. So I reached out to my grandpa and which is, this was his mom. And I said, Hey, what is up with this brick building and this staircase? I was like, cause she's always lived in a one story. So all that I can remember, and he goes, you know what? When I was younger, we lived in a brick apartment building in town with a staircase when you walked in and I had, he said that he, he and his brother had gotten, you know, they were little, they were probably like five or six and they had played in some straw and they were like, we're going to start a fire upstairs in the attic with some straw. And he's like, we got scared and we put it out, but they almost burnt down the apartment building. <laughs> and so now I was like, oh my God, that's the brick building with the staircase that she keeps talking about. So there's just one connection that I haven't been able to put together. She said that she was greeted by a female energy and she thought it was an older energy. And she gave me the name Barbara. She's like, I don't know if this is the name. I'm not good with names, but I think it's like a Barbara. And she had a very strong connection with her, like a best friend. And like they loved each other. So that's the only thing I haven't put together yet. But I still have to talk to my grandpa again today because he was busy yesterday and I only got a little bit of information. So it was just a very eye-opening experience. I'm definitely going to schedule another reading with her. Um, she's booked out till November, so I've got a while on that. But I'm spiritual. And I think that things come in your life when they're supposed to come in your life. And um, having to reschedule, I think that that was purposeful. Um, I think that was for a reason. But um, that's it. That's my story. That's my experience. And I don't know what you're going to take from this other than maybe it's interesting to you. Maybe um, you realize that you're going to church and you're, you're, you know, if you are religious, you're going to church because you have the values of being a good human being. And that doesn't always mean if you have any prejudice or whatever it is against people who don't go to church or homosexuals or same-sex couples or whatever it might be. Um, if you have any prejudice against that, then maybe you should think about kindness and acceptance and loving other people. 
that the reason why you're going to church is because they're trying to instill the values of being a kind human being. And that's the main purpose. So maybe that's what it is. Um, I don't know. Uh, but take what you will. Get some little nuggets from this. Apply it to your life. Um, laugh along with me. Find it interesting. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's it. Have a good day, guys. I got to go to a meeting. So I will talk to you next week. Bye. Okay, so that's it for this week, guys. I hope you took a little bit of motivation and encouragement to get you through the rest of your week and whatever is thrown at you. If you could be so kind to leave a review and rating on whatever platform you're listening to me on, that helps others find my podcast. Make sure to share with your friends and family who need encouragement and to feel the feeling of empowerment. To get the latest information and to follow my shenanigans, you can find me at my website, coffeebrewedlife.com subscribe for all the goodies also you can follow me on facebook at coffee brewed life or instagram at the coffee brewed life i hope you have a great week i'll see you next one see ya bye bye